Hey everybody, <laughs> welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today we are doing Devin's Disney Double Feature. Uh, I tried to think of a fourth D word to replace feature, but I could not. Um, but before we get into talking about the Lego Star Wars, Terrifying Tales, and Muppets Haunted Mansion, we've got some business to take care of. Uh, first of all, this weekend, uh, we will be participating in our uh, Victims and Villains Horrific Hope fundraiser live here on Twitch. Um, so I bet you're wondering, what are we doing? Well, I'm glad you asked because I made graphics. Ooh. So this Friday from 2 to 4 p.m., I will be live with uh, Captain Nostalgia, Josh from Victims and Villains, going over our top 10 Treehouse of Horror segments from The Simpsons. That'll be from 2 p.m. to 4 p.m. After that, uh, we will be I will be live gaming alone from 6 to 8 p.m. playing the PlayStation 2 game Spider-Man 2. Um, I will be starting the campaign from the beginning and working through as much of it as I can. Uh, and will I get distracted by doing all of the pizza missions? Probably. But, <laughs> but I'll, so I'll be live doing that. Um, Devin and Ryan are welcome to join me in the, in the chat. Uh, I can probably get you guys in audio if you want to pop oh, in. Cool. Uh, I'll be set up for that. And then after I'm done streaming uh, Spider-Man 2, we go right into our second Halloween special special. Uh, so we'll be doing another episode of this show. Um, and I, I, I bet you're wondering again, what's a Halloween special special? Well, uh, our uh, special specials are we take a we each pick a TV show that ha- a, a certain episode that has to do with that holiday. Uh, so we did this before for Halloween. I believe it was last year. Uh, we're doing it again this year for the live stream. Um, and here are what the, here are the episodes that we chose. Uh, my pick is the Halloween themed community episodes, uh, epidemiology season two, episode six. Um, it's for anyone who's familiar with enough with community. It's the zombie episode. Uh, Devin, what is your pick? Mine is the, oh my gosh, it's season, I think five season? episode eight. Yes. What's uh, the... Episode. Uh, yeah. It's Bojack Horseman. Yes. Uh, it's called Mr. Peanut Butter's Booze. So if you're familiar with it at all, it is the one with all of the Halloween parties. Very nice. I forgot to put the uh, title of that episode on here, so I have to fix that for later. Sorry. Uh, and then Ryan's pick. You, uh, Ryan, you want to talk about your pick quick? Yeah, it, it's uh, episode one, season one of Ah Real Monsters. Uh, it's Alan and Devin have seen a lot more TV than I have, so I had to reach back into my childhood for this one. Um, the first episode of the series is called The Switching Hour, and it's pretty much about the characters going up on Hollywood uh, on Halloween night and getting into their usual shenanigans. So um, I, f- I feel like you guys have seen it regardless if you remember it or not. Uh, so I feel like that should be a fun conversation. It should be. Uh, yeah. Surprisingly, they don't have Halloween in space or in Star Trek. So <laughs> or else I would have picked it. <laughs> but that is not all that we are doing for this weekend on Sunday. At 6 a.m. Eastern Time. Devin, what time is that for you in London? It's it's 11. It's actually okay. a really good time for me. Uh, Devin will be playing some games for two hours. What you want to talk about what you're playing? 
I'm going to be playing the game Celeste. Uh, if anyone's familiar with that game, it is a puzzle platformer that centers a lot around mental illness and anxiety and depression and all of those things that really hit home, not only for the charity itself, but for me personally. So I am really excited to play that game. Sounds like a lot of fun. Neat. You're playing something that has to do with like mental health and stuff. I'm delivering pizzas as Spider-Man. Uh <laughs> I'm so excited for your stream. I'm going to be honest. All right, so um, <coughs> sorry about that. It's got you all choked up. Oh wait, my mic's not live. My mic was not live for any of that. <laughs> I have everything muted. It's okay. Did you get it recorded? Yeah, but we just went live, and uh, people heard like my half of the yeah, conversation. People heard, yeah. So, um, people heard the bits about Mr. Mr. Peanut Butter's booth. I'm, they heard about, I, I'm hoping that my mic, uh, I'll fix it in post. It's fine, but still, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Have you done your full rewatch of all the Treehouse of Horrors yet? Uh, I am not watching them all. I am on season 13. I'm on the thir- 12th or 13th one. So, oh, wow. I'm going to uh, try my best to get there, but... Uh, I'm sure you know them anyway. I'm sure you don't necessarily yeah, need to rewatch all of them. I don't, but it's going to be... Uh, I'm try- I'm going through the ones that look like I need to watch them just to make sure I have my top ten. I've got my top five picked out, I think. It's just filling in <laughs> those last five that I'm having issues with. I wonder uh, how much crossover there'll be between you and Josh. Oh, uh, I-, I don't know. There wasn't much crossover... When we did our top 10 episodes. Um, oh, wow. But real quick, if you are unable to attend the stream this weekend, uh, you can donate to Victims and Villains with the link in our chat here on Twitch. And then I'm going to post that as well onto our uh, Facebook stream here. Um, but yeah, so while while I do that, let's get into what we watched this week. Uh, starting with uh, Devin, you watched something that I have not heard anything about on the internet yet. So um, yeah, it's weird. It's this real indie thing. It's called Squid Games. I don't. You guys probably haven't heard of it. It's some Korean thing. Who watches it? Everyone. Uh, everyone. Everyone. Watches it. It's it's everyone. everyone in all of the countries. So actually. Yeah. I had a lot of anxiety watching this, not because everybody liked it and had high, um, I had high standards, but I actually heard really bad things about the dubs and subs in it, and that the English translation was not good. Uh, before I get into it, have you guys seen it? No, and I've been holding off for the reasons that you just said. I've heard the okay. same things about the dubs and subs. Yeah, have you watched it, Ryan? it's the same thing as Alan. As soon as yeah. I heard that it was practically a different show with the mm-hmm. American translation, I was like, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going yeah, to wait for a better until they fix this. Yeah. I was thinking the same thing. And then I saw a spoiler online and then went, this whole stupid show is going to be spoiled for me before I get a chance for a proper like English translation. So I'm just going to deal with it. I heard that the subtitles are better than the English dub, so I didn't do the English dub, I just did the subtitles. It's great. I mean, I I saying Squid Game is a good show on the internet isn't a hot take that anyone's willing to listen to. 
Uh, but I like it. I'm having a lot of fun with the show. It's shot and edited incredibly well, more so than I expected it to, to be fair. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I mean, it's, yeah, it's better than just like a good story, I think. I've got some hot takes that we'll get into here in a bit. So, On Squid Game? No, on, not on Squid Game, on other things that the internet loves. So, um, Ooh, good. I think, I, think you can, I think you can figure it out. No, I... I I, I want to watch it. I want. I I want to sit down and watch the the subbed version. It's just yeah. I don't have the like. I ha- I have so much to watch this week for this weekend that I just yeah. haven't had time to sit down and read a show. So yeah, uh, that that's my main holdout at this point. Yeah, and that's. I mean, that's mine as well. I mean, I have heard that part that the actual that the subtitles are closer to what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. But at the same time, like you guys know my issue with just having a subtitles on without having the English on there. Yeah. So there's that. But at the same time, I'm also kind of a, I'm kind of a downer with this kind of stuff anyway, because I, <laughs> I was such a fan of dystopian stuff when I was like a teenager and, and in my like early twenties that when I see dystopian stuff nowadays, I just kind of roll my eyes and go, Oh, another hunger games. <laughs> so i, I get, mean no i get that and i know it's better than that so i i don't want anybody out there to like knee jerk and say oh no you need to watch it like no 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 i understand it's good i will watch it eventually it's just it's my knee jerk reaction to whenever i see anything dystopian nowadays that's all yeah ryan the, look who you're talking to i get it yeah i know i know i know <laughs> uh the one thing i will uh, i i wanted to say this is spoiler but i had i heard a comparison to something else that i that i was like oh that's that's a very interesting thing to compare one single episode to, and it was Jurassic Bark from Futurama. Like I heard something in Squid Game is on the level of that. Yes, 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 okay. yes, hundred percent. Yes, okay, yep, you're right. Oh, yeah. geez. Yeah, that's what that's what makes me want to watch the show the most. Um, I'll, I'll hopefully after this weekend I'll be able to sit down and watch it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm excited for that. Um, yeah, I want to hear what you guys think if you watch it. Absolutely. Uh, let me get through only murders in the building first. Uh, and then <laughs> I've got one more episode. We're on the finale. So, oh, that's cool. Um, yeah. All right, uh, Ryan. How about you? What did you watch this weekend? Halloween Kills. Nice. So jealous of you. Now, did you go to the theaters to see this, or did no. you watch it? On, okay, watch it on Peacock. <laughs> yeah, I watched it on Peacock. Um, it was. It was what I was hoping it was going to be. It didn't surprise mm-hmm. me. It didn't, you know, like make me see the hol- the Halloween movies differently. It wasn't on that scale. It was just it's a good sequel to the one in 2018 and I cannot wait for the next one to come out. There's what is be the next one? Yeah, the the, the plan was always to Halloween do ends. Yeah. Halloween ends is going to be the next one that comes out next year. Is so this one's the second part of the trilogy and it started in 2018. Is that? Yeah. I'm gonna oh, yes. Okay. Um, okay. And it's like Kristen and I really like the 2018 one, mm-hmm. like almost at the same level, which is really weird for for us to find a movie that we both enjoy at like the same level. Um, but th- Halloween Kills starts off right where the one in 2018 ended. Okay. So yeah. if you're really so if you don't remember, you know, that one that well, mm-hmm. rewatch it and then watch this one like okay. right I after because it I, 
it goes right into it. I never, I never got to see the 2018 one, so I'm gonna. I, my plan is to sit down and watch both of these back to back. Yeah. So. Oh, cool. And like, I remember saying to Kristen, like, these were made to be binged back to back because, like, if you don't watch the first one and then you watch this, you're gonna be so confused at the beginning. <laughs> well, interesting. It, it is following the formula from the first Halloween, where the second yeah. one takes place like immediately at the at, after the events of the first film, right? That's mm-hmm. what they do in Halloween too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. I'm going to check it out. Uh, I'm looking forward to some Halloween stuff. Uh, like, I'm already watching the Treehouse of Horrors for uh, this weekend. <laughs> but I'm looking forward to, like, some actual ho- horror stuff. Uh, and I enjoy, like, you had me watch the original Halloween uh, b- back in 2018 before uh, yeah. Devin was on the show. Um, wow. Are these the Jamie Lee flicks? Yes. Yes. We're, we're talking yeah. about the new ones. Uh, Ryan just watched the new one. Uh, and Devin and I have not yet, but I think we both plan on it. Oh yeah, yeah. is Jamie Lee in the in the twenty eighteen one too? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, yes. Oh yeah. Yes. So the the twenty eighteen Halloween is a direct sequel to the original Halloween. Got it's in it. that timeline. So, yeah, yeah. It's so in that universe. It's happening. in that timeline. Yeah. They ignore nice. every other Halloween film and just do a sequel to the original film. <laughs> you know, because that's that's it. that's the way they do sequels now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right like so, I said, I, they are good so okay. yeah so i'll have to watch it uh we'll have to check that out on peacock um but yeah uh i didn't have time to like i like i've said i've been watching the simpsons and like a, the long list of things that i have to watch from you guys <sighs> uh but i did have a chance this weekend to participate like join uh victims and villains for their review of DC Fandom, which is the DC equivalent of an online Comic-Con, where for four hours they just threw out all of the new material that they could. Uh, We got a sneak peek at the new Aquaman, the new uh, Shazam, Black Adam had a little teaser in here. Uh, There was a tribute to Smallville, which celebrated its 20th anniversary the day of Fandom, and Michael Rosenbaum and Tom Welling were there to like talk about Smallville. Uh, as a huge Smallville fan, see, I'm rocking the small the Smallville blue shirt. Um, <laughs> like, it, it just, like, and I had the autographed comic behind me. I haven't changed my background yet from DC fandom because I have to change it for this weekend. So, um, as a, as a Smallville fan, I was like, yes, like Josh, we're talking about this when we go live. Um, <laughs> so, uh, you can hear our my full review of everything DC fandom. Josh and I talked for about two and a half hours about everything that happened in four hours. Um, so you can check wow. that out on Victims and Villains YouTube channel. Uh, I'll post the link on our social, so make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram to see that. But I wanted to take a moment and talk about some two of the trailers, two of the te- the teasers that came out of DC Fandom with you guys because they're on the internet. Uh, and the first one, which I don't remember what I put here, uh, is <laughs> the Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the Batman released its second trailer. The first trailer came out at DC Fandom last year. Uh, this one gave us a bigger, be- a better look at uh, Paul Dano's Riddler, a little bit more action because they had more of the movie shot by this point, like the whole thing. They're just <laughs> editing it now. Um, what did you guys think of the new Batman, tra- the Batman trailer? Uh, yeah, I... It's got me sucked in. I really hope that the movie fits 
this is what I hate about trailers sometimes. The movie better have the same feel as this trailer. I think Matt Not, Reeves... It doesn't need to be quick-paced, but just yeah. the, the feel. Yeah, I think Matt Reeves does a uh, good job of keeping the tone in the marketing as what comes into the film. Uh, okay. And it's it's telling that this trailer used the actual score that Michael Giacchino is doing for the movie. Like that's the that's the new Batman theme. That's his his theme. Uh, Devin, what did you think? Yeah, I like it. I'm trying not to be too judgy one way or the other about this new Batman because I'm gonna see it no matter what. I want to go into it almost blind, and I just want them to take me on a little Batman shaped ride. I really yeah. do. I I've seen Batfleck. I've seen, you know what I mean? I, I, I've i been through the Batman paces. I love a good Batman story. Just give me that and I'll be happy. Yeah. Uh, here's my hot take. Yeah. The trailer's fine. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm still on board for this movie, but I wanted more from this trailer. This trailer get, just gives you more of what you got in that first one. It's a lot of action shots. It gives you a good idea of what the, the style of this movie is going to be with the, the fight scenes and mm-hmm. the, the look of Gotham City. I wanted more story. Like I want to, I want you to tease the story a little bit more than just the Riddler's in jail and he's messing with Batman. Like I want to know what, like I want to know what his motivations are. I want to know what's going on. Like how long has Batman been Batman in this? I don't want to just hear that in a, in a Skype call with Robert Pattinson and, and Matt Reeve with Zoe Kravitz. Like I want to, I want to see that in the, in the film. I want to see like, just give me a little bit of the story. Um, but we didn't we didn't really get that in here, which I guess is okay. But that's what I wanted from this trailer because I don't know like what to expect story wise from this. Mm-hmm. But I want to know. Like I just want a little bit of an idea. Well, hold on. So I don't know about the Skype call between Robert Pattinson and, and somebody else. I my guess from the trailer. Let me know if I'm right. Is this is a young Batman? Like he looks like Baby Bruce. Like he doesn't look like like even like Michael Keaton. He looks like he's you know early twenties. I fashioned this bat suit, and by the way, I have a car and put wings on it. Yeah. Uh, from from what I understand, it's about Batman Year Two. He's been around for a while. Gordon's just okay. starting to get him involved in everything, but there's still not that much trust in between them. Mm-hmm. The main the main thing that you missed from the 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 Zoom call between them was they talked about their auditions, and evidently oh. anyone who auditions to play Batman has to try on a the a Batman suit and Warner yes. brothers just keeps the Val Kilmer one around for everyone to try on <laughs> because I've heard stories about Christian Bale. I'm pretty sure Ben Affleck had to try that one on. Uh, and I asked Josh during the live stream, like, so if he had to try on Val Kilmer's bat suit, did Paul Dano have to try on Jim Carrey's Riddler suit? Like, is that how that <laughs> works? <laughs> like there's just footage somewhere of Paul Dano in those green tights. Um, oh, but yeah, I, I like I'm excited for this movie. What's interesting is that the day after this movie, this trailer came out, uh, Marvel moved all of their uh, release dates for next year back three months. So Doctor Strange was supposed to come out the same month as the Batman. It is now coming out in May, and there was a huge wow. ripple effect for everything else. Um, I don't think that, I think I don't think it's directly affected by that, but like. It, it's kind of funny to think that it might be. <laughs> it's coincidence enough. Yeah. The only thing that can kill Doctor Strange, <laughs> Batman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it, um, the, the one critique I have from from stuff that I saw in the trailer was um, I'm going to have a hard time not seeing Bruce Wayne in this 
by the shots that they did in the trailer as like the lead singer of like some emo band (laughs) (laughs) because he's got the long black like hair that like comes down kind of on the face a little bit like i'm kind of getting you know like hawthorne heights vibes (laughs) from it a little bit in like the third film with him when he finally gets a Robin, it's just going to be like the trailer is just going to be him singing teenagers scare the living shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. So is this planned to be a multiple like run Batman or are they just doing like a one and done thing? It's supposed to be a trilogy from what I understand. Okay. And there's supposed to be a two HBO max spinoffs, one about the Gotham PD and one there's rumors of one about Ooh. the penguin. Um, oh, cool. So we'll see. Like, I, I'm iffy on the whole DC HBO Max spinoff shows, but if they're as good as Peacemaker looks compared to the, like, compared to that trailer, then I'm all on board. Like that that trailer sold me on their concept of spinoff shows for from the DC film. I know that um, some people may may not really like the direction I'm going to go in this, but the Gotham PD spinoff show. I really want that to be done in the style of cops. It's like shaky cam, like live footage. Uh, like that X-Files I'm talking. Episode. I'm talking the show Cops. Yeah. If, if it was in the DC universe and they were following, you know, the Gotham PD for a season. I, that would be so weird. I think that would be cool. I mean... Think about it. They're taking down very, 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 very low-level villains. Henchmen, yeah. you know, like maybe occasionally Batman or somebody might show up. Like, yeah, I think it, that'd be cool. That's wishful thinking. They're not going to do that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Like, um, I really think that would be a really cool s- stylistic choice. So the other thing I wanted to talk about from Fandom, which I guess I should have put the Peacemaker trailer in there. Did you guys see that yet? No, I saw okay. reactions to it, though. I heard it was very good. Yeah, it, it's I a had, lot of fun. I had no idea. Before before <laughs> fandom even started, I bought a Peacemaker t-shirt, uh, which I sent you guys a picture of, uh, which I'm not posting on here because Facebook. Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was we got a, our first glimpse at the Flash film, um, which um, got me super excited just from the opening score of this, tra- this little tease. I don't want to call it a trailer because it's not really a trailer, but it's, it's like a, it's pretty much a teaser trailer. Um, with Michael Keaton's Batman doing the voiceover narration to Danny Elfman's Batman score from 1989. Uh, what did you guys think of this teaser? I'm going to see this stupid movie. I'm going to see it. I wanted to hate it. I wanted to not watch it. I wanted to, like, yeah, I wanted to, like, make you guys force me to watch it for the podcast and me begrudgingly watch it like I did Venom twice. I'm going to be excited to see this stupid movie. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. There's going to be mm-hmm. two Barry Allens, evidently. Um, they showed a shot of them, I think, right? Yeah. 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 I, like, and paused at that point. I was like, wait a minute. Did you... Notice that the second Barry Allen is wearing the Batman suit, but spray painted red with the f- lightning bolt. No, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, Ryan, what did you think? I trailer was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm still not sold on the Flash yet. <laughs> oh no, no, no! The the Snyder <laughs> yeah. Cut sold me on the Flash. I am sold on the Flash. Yeah, as, like, no, no, the no, only no, no. good DC hero. That's that's not really what I mean. What oh. I mean is that. 
Um, when it comes to just the Flash in general, mm-hmm. like the trailer is cool. I'm eventually going to see it. The fact that it's Michael Keaton's Batman, I'm 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 watching it. I'm I'm watching it, but I'm watching it for that. Oh, uh, not for him. He, and see, the thing is, it's nothing against the actor. It's nothing against the way that the character is portrayed. It's just the Flash. Just he can run fast and think fast. But the yeah, speed the force, flash. that's a whole other thing. There's like a whole other part of that. <laughs> it's a whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm excited to see that they're actually doing the Flashpoint storyline with him yeah. going back and saving his mom and how that's going to play into like him traveling through universes because that's mm-hmm. what Bruce Wayne says in the dialogue. So mm-hmm. I'm excited yeah. to see how it plays out and how it uh, like cleans up the mess that is the DCEU right now. Uh, <laughs> And once we saw the 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 back of the Batman mask, I was like, "Oh boy, here we go." Yep. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't really need the teaser of the Batmobile because we we all know what's underneath the tarp. Right. So. Oh no, no. I needed that outline. Okay. <laughs> that is my okay. Batmobile. Like that is my Batmobile. So I mean, I needed to see it. I needed yeah. to see it. <laughs> all right. I think that does it for our we watch this segment of the show. Now we're going to get into. Devin's Disney double feature. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Uh, before we before we get into uh, terif- uh, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales, Devin, the chat wants to know what's going on with your sweater. Guys, it's not even it's not even in its full form yet. So let me tell you the story of it while it's in full effect. So first <clears throat> off, it lights up. Uh, so I got this as a wedding present from Disneyland Paris. And it wasn't that somebody bought it for me and thought, this'll be silly to buy Devin for a wedding present. Somebody took a grown 30-year-old man, 31-year-old man into Disneyland and goes, you can buy anything you want. And it was this. Guys, <laughs> okay, I love it. <laughs> I need you to do two things right now. One, yeah. turn off all of the lights in the room. And two, stand up so we can get a good look at your sweater with the lights out. All right, all right one second, one second. This is gonna. Like, <laughs> I'm tempted to like. I kind of want him to do the rest of the show like that. He's standing like Uncle Fester. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm getting Uncle Fester vibes with him standing like that. <laughs> Guys, I, I make th- great life choices. I think <laughs> I think you should do the whole show with the lights out, with that sweater. Like, <laughs> just with the sweater going. Yeah. Like, leave oh. your ring light on, but uh, turn the back but light just, off. But just turn the back lights out? Yeah. I, th- I will do that. I think it's a good okay. idea. Take off your headphones. Don't walk away with them all. <laughs> Things we should have done before the show started. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that looks good. Yeah, that's fine. There we go. This was worth it. Dare I say, I think you just do the show with that light off all the time because <laughs> it honestly, like, yeah. void. I like that shot. Yeah. yeah. It, it gives yeah. you a little bit more depth instead of like the, the big bright light behind you. So kind of like, okay, it. well, this will, this will, this will stay on then for okay. every show. Uh, no, that's not what I said. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's what, what I heard. I and that's all that that's matters. What I said. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, do you want me to, so what, what were the other options for you at Disney? land paris oh my gosh like legitimate memorabilia like statues artwork things that could have decorated this blank white void 
Um, I could have bought like souvenir pictures of the occasion, pictures with the family. I could have posed with a character, anything. The world was my oyster. It was this. Okay. <laughs> if it makes you feel better, Romana has a matching one. Okay. Oh, that, you got to take a picture That's... of that and send it to us. Oh. Both of you uh, we will. in this. Uh, real quick side note. I just remembered. Did friend of the show, Chad, give you your wedding present for me? Oh, he did. Okay, good. Oh, he did. <laughs> I'm so excited about it. Yeah. It is such a cool piece of Disney memorabilia because for those who don't know, this came from before they acquired Star Wars. Yeah. So this is like a pre, like it is a very interesting time in Disney's life. In in my uh, antiquing uh, adventures, I found that and it, I was very confused why there was a Disney lightsaber and I did some research yeah. on it and found out it's from 2008. So like the star when they just had Star Tours, they hadn't even bought Lucasfilm yet. Lucasfilm yeah. was still making the Clone Wars movie for Fox, and like it hadn't even come out yet. So, but Disney had lightsabers, and it has the Mickey Mouse uh, ignition button. It's it's Phantom Menace era. I love not, it. It makes not, noise. Not when even you open Phantom it. Menace. Like that's pre Clone Wars. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's like. And it glows. Yeah. Like my shirt. I mean, I think Guys. you should have... That's something you can't hang on that wall. I can. I can. I could put it, like, here. Yeah. Very proudly. Like, right mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. It's a good call. All but right, no, this is, this is what I decided. All that to say, let's talk about Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. Okay, leave the right on. That's just creepy. Uh, <laughs> it's not well, creepy. It's festive. It's not well, creepy. To be fair, now the ring light's on. Oh. Whatever yeah. you had before. Yeah. Got it. Got uh, it. That's better. Okay. Yeah. So I'll I'll go ahead and take point on this one. So this one is, like you said, Lego Star Wars Terrifying Tales. It is directed by Ken Cunningham, written by David Shane. I don't know either of those two. Are they big Star Wars writers? You guys I know? have no idea. You're going to have to no turn idea. the ring light on. It, it's very distracting. Like What, I, my, my yeah. computer is scrolling? Yeah, no worries. We'll turn that back on. There we go. It'll yeah. look gross for a sec, and then we'll flatten out. Uh, but anyway, so it's written by those guys. This cast is interesting. I don't know if you guys caught the cast of this while it was uh, while it was happening, but um, uh, Christian Slater is voicing Kylo Ren or just Ren. Uh, Tony Hale is Vinny, and I always just love seeing Tony Hale in things, which makes me incredibly happy. Um, and then those are really I, John DiMaggio. If you guys know him, he's Bosch in this. There we go. Okay. He's boshing this. But anyway, voice casting aside, the whole point of this is it's just terrifying Star Wars tales. It is <laughs> the story of Poe Dameron crash landing accidentally on Moonstafar. He ends up in a Vader-themed hotel. Lego silliness ensues. Guys, what did you think? Um, there, are, uh, there are several themes in this that I really enjoyed. That I'm really hoping, Devin, that you caught, because I know Alan at least caught one of them. And now I'll let Alan continue. <laughs> <laughs> I, re- having been binging the uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes, I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Especially the uh, Wookiee's Paw, because I just watched the Monkey's Paw episode of The Simpsons yesterday. Oh. Um, no, I thought this was a lot of fun. Um, I like the idea of the uh like 
segments that don't really like aren't really canon but play with it. Like it's kind of like mm-hmm. a it's kind of like the Treehouse of Horror where it's taking the characters that you know and putting them in these ridiculous situations. Because uh, you know that like Darth Maul didn't just go up to Pal and be like, "Hey, I'm back, and I have robots." Right. <laughs> like that's not how it happened in the Clone Wars, as it's presented. But like being able to see him fight with General Grievous, and then like seeing an alternate take on Kylo Ren's origins that actually does something with the Knights of Ren. Because <laughs> I don't know if you guys remember this about the sequel trilogy. They don't really do anything with the Knights of Ren. Um, Stupid. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoyed this. It was a lot of fun. Uh, I'll probably watch this again. This might make the rotation with the Treehouse of Horrors and the uh, Lego Holiday Special. So, oh, cool. Ryan, did so, you like it? Oh yeah, no, 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 I did. Um, I like the whole concept of like the Vader Hotel um, and all of the weird stuff that they did with that. Uh, everything from having one of the huts like running yeah. it, and he's like, he's like the only thing we. The, 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 the only thing a hut fears is poor cash flow. I love that one. <laughs> I absolutely love that one. Um, but I'd have to say my favorite sketch was the Kylo one because it was a giant Lost Boys uh, uh, take. <laughs> oh, was it? Oh, see, oh my God. I knew. I, I guess I've, never, I've never seen Lost Boys. I've never seen it. Oh, my God. I guess it was. We, we did I didn't that really one for of, the show. I didn't put that together. But, yeah. I guess it was. Yeah, it was. Huh. Yeah, because it was the motorcycle gang terrorizing the town. They go off and do their thing. They're hanging under the bridge, and the train yeah. goes by, and they all let go. Like that one was straight up the whole the whole like Lost Boys movie, and I absolutely loved that. And I saw the whole like the monkey's paw thing was great with yeah. the whole Wookiee's paw. Um, and I loved how they played with it too, like how Leia and Obi Wan were the ones <laughs> doing the run on the Death Star because Luke wasn't there. Yeah, like I love that play on things. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, but at the same time, evil Butler wants to rule the universe. I loved that, but that's all. But that's all I really have to say about it. <laughs> that's all. I... <laughs> So, so if the first segment with the with the Knights of Ren and Kylo is the Lost Boys, yeah. Uh, what's the second segment with uh, Darth Maul and Grievous? Is that what do you think that's ripping off, or what's that what's that based on? Because I didn't. Full disclosure: I watched this at work while I was wrapping things up, so I didn't really like it was on in the background. And I was trying to pay as much attention to it as possible, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's. I mean, it's. It that one's kind of standard, like plot-wise. It's like go get MacGuffin thing. MacGuffin turns you evil. Like I'm trying to figure out what, what like horror movie that could be, but it could end up being a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And then the monkey's paw. One of the monkey's paws kind of on the nose because isn't there just a movie called like the monkey's paw? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, these took you know classics spun them off and mm-hmm. then you've got the whole lost boys in there and when i saw that i'm like oh this is definitely for the parents because if because i mean if you have a parent of a kid who's like 10 8 you know maybe 5 they've more than likely have seen the lost boys and the uh, when that whole thing started and the gang shows up and they start talking to kylo or ben and the guy takes off his helmet and i'm like 
the name of this. And then I saw the white mullet. And I'm like, this has to be white. This has to be the Lost Boys. And then yeah. they did all of the Lost Boy, you know, all points. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to. Along I, the way. That might make my wife want to watch it. If I tell her, hey, they did a Star Wars <laughs> Lost Boys spoof. Yeah. Um, that might be enough to get her to watch this again when I watch it the second time. I, I, I feel like an idiot for not picking that up. But um, I was, I'm going to be I, okay with myself. I guess I was just too busy, like picking up on the 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 hints of Star Wars lore that's never really been explored, like Vader's castle. Like we see mm-hmm. it once in Rogue One, but it got cut from Rise of Skywalker. Uh, it's you explore, I guess, in some of the VR games that they have out. But like, weird. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed like the tidbits of Grievous's story before he's General Grievous, and like his origin story, which is the first time I think we've gotten that in, in anything that yeah. it's animated or live action. Like, I think you only could read that in books before. And I think most of them are legends and not to say that this is Canon, but I think it, <laughs> it pulls from that, that uh, Canon for that character. And, and it introduces that to different, to people who aren't familiar with that. I, mm-hmm. I love that Matthew Wood came back as Grievous for this and Sam Whitmer voiced Maul again. Like, it just I will watch anything with Sam Whitmer voicing Maul. Yeah, he was a really good part of this. I did really like the Maul part. But I want to know, so this brought up something that I think I'm having a problem with with some of these Lego Star Wars things that come out, because I like them a lot. They're a lot of fun. All of the characters that are the most fun in them for me aren't the sequel trilogy characters. Because everyone has such clear, defined personalities, even in the prequels. So, like, you know that, like, if Palpatine does and says this thing, ah, that's not like Palpatine, that's really funny. Or, like, you know, Obi-Wan in the in the uh, holiday special going, hello there, hello there. Like, <laughs> that's, that's funny. That's a character thing they're playing with. Poe could be anyone. Rey could be anyone. I don't, I, there was never a time... I was like, Poe wouldn't do that because Poe would do any of it, I guess. Let, let, let me correct something that you said because the internet's going to get mad if we don't clarify. Ray can be anyone except for a Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I agree with that, but the internet, like that, that seems to be their stance. But you no, you're, you're right. They, they really do like just feel like they're, they're inserted into these stories and just are the straight man the whole way through. Yeah. Because that's how Ray was in the time travel holiday special that they did. And that's how mm-hmm. Poe is in this. Um, and, uh, it's just it, a shame. It, 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 it's, it, it, it is, but I, part of me wonders if they're holding off on really exploring anything with those characters because Disney might want to try to do something with them down the line. Um, I don't know if they would get anyone back. Um, it could, it could also be the fact that they're still trying to establish them because of, because of the mess that was the prequels, the way that they were produced and made. Well, I mean, that regard, this whole thing made like sparked this whole conversation this afternoon about like, like what felt off about the characters in the prequel trilogy it just felt like it was this need that sequels. like they needed we're, to be. We're, talk, we're talking sequels. sequels, yes. Right, sequels. Sorry, that they felt like they needed, they needed to be everything to everyone. Like Ray needed to be the strong female lead. She also needed to be a little bit conflicted, but not enough that people don't want to be her lead. She needed to be a role model, but at the same time, she had to go through her own trials. And like that's such a hard line to toe. 
that like I can understand why it's so hard to write a character like that, but it just ends up making her bland when you use her in anything else like this. Whereas like, I mean, even Luke, who's probably, I mean, maybe this is a weird take, but like the most bland of any of the original series characters, like still get some really fun moments in this because you know, like, oh, that's a Luke thing. That's not a Luke thing. Ah, look at him wiping his blue milk off his face. Or he wants to go to his friends to get, you know what I mean? Like, it, it's those things. I, I, I like the exploration of dark side Luke in this. Like, where he just wishes yeah. to... The, the moment that took me out of it, though, was in the Death Star when he's swinging across the thing with Vader and Vader kisses his cheek. <laughs> For good luck. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, it, it, that I was love the, that spot. That was the best joke in this whole thing, for me at least. So we gotta have it. Best joke, Ryan. Uh, we had yours, Alan. Ryan, what's your what's your favorite joke? Everything lost, boys. <laughs> Mine was, I find your lack of souvenirs disturbing. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. No. The one I said uh, at the beginning of all of this. Yeah. I'm a hut. I'm only scared by poor cash flow. Yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. I, I I like this one a lot. I'm glad I had you guys watch it. I, I also decided to do this one as a double feature because this one was only 43 minutes long. In general, our podcast is an hour. I don't want to try to milk out an hour out of a 43-minute thing. No, that's fair. I, I appreciate that a lot. You're welcome. Um, I Do we want to move on to part two of our double feature? I'm ready. Have you guys? Do you guys have anything else about Star Wars? I I, I want to see them do more specials like this, the, where they're yeah. not canon. They're just fun. I don't want to like the what. I'm not going to watch anything else Lego Disney Lego Star Wars that wasn't made for Disney Plus because I feel like the Disney Plus stuff has found its its uh, found its um. I, I, what's the word I'm looking it's for? Niche. Niche. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, I gotcha. It's it's found its niche. I, I just want to see more of these. Uh, and maybe maybe step away from doing the sequel characters. Maybe like, give me a prequel era one. Like just oh yeah, explore. Ex- like I I want to see more of these going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we get one a year, like that's fine. So for you guys, is it which one's the better one? This one or the holiday special? I'd rather watch this one before the Christmas one. Yeah. <laughs> Take the Lost Boy segment out though. Is that still the case? <laughs> Yes, actually. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I I I didn't have the urge to go back and rewatch the holiday one. Mm-hmm. I I kind of want to go back and watch this one again. Okay. So. Yeah, I I think I like this one better, and mostly just because I'm a Halloween nerd, and I mean, obviously, I I would watch it again. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on to part two of Devin's Disney double feature. Great. And that is. Muppets Haunted Mansion. All right. So I did this one on purpose. Wow, that got dark. I'm sorry. It's okay. It um, so <laughs> I did I did this one on purpose because I know a lot about the Haunted Mansion, like a stupid amount, like a really obnoxious, nerdy amount about the Haunted Mansion. We'll get to it. You guys know that much about the Muppets. So I feel like as a podcast, we can fill in each other's knowledge gaps and that'll just be cute. Okay, but before we get too into this, uh, yeah, I think you and I are on complete opposite spectrums of this as far as the Haunted Mansion goes. I okay. have not been on the Haunted Mansion in 20 years. <laughs> I have not been to Di- a Disney Park in 20 years. 
as I was watching this, I, I'm going to have to send you the bill for this. I said to my wife, I was like, we got to go to Disney because it's been too long. Like, I don't know. I didn't get, I didn't get half of the references to this because it's been so long. Like, wow. I think the only one I understood from, like, I, I, I got that they were going for the ride stuff. I understood, like, I understood who the characters were, but I don't remember the ride that well. Okay. Because okay. I was well, we'll get 11 there. when I went to see it. <laughs> no, not even oh, 11. I was 10. I was 10 years old. Wow. So before we dig too much into it, Ryan, what is your experience with Haunt- The Haunted Mansion? Um, I was on it back in 2017, 16. Okay, so a bit more recent. Got it. A little bit more recent. A little bit. Um, I don't remember any of the real characters. I just remember the ride, like the okay. ride for itself. And I, and, I, and I remember seeing the tombstones out front and like just casually reading a few sentences here and there that were on them and that was it so so for me there was a lot of assuming in this okay um but yeah that's pretty much it okay because we'll talk this is it i'm gonna be obnoxious but to give you (laughs) overview of the thing uh so this is uh, muppets haunted mansion it's directed by kirk r thatcher um it stars an incredible cast as you would expect from the muppets lighting is better now uh, the host, or the ghost host, uh, is Will Arnett. Uh, this also stars, oh my gosh, Tahari P. Henderson? Did I say Tahari that right? P. Tahari P. Henson. Yeah, Tahari P. Henson. Uh, Darren Chris, Yvette Nicole Brown, Dave Golas, Bill Beretta, Eric Jobson. I mean, it does, a lot of, the, the, um, a lot of the, the Muppet characters. But then guest starring is just an amazing, amazing group of people who I don't actually have up right now. Alfonso Ribeiro is in it, which is amazing. Also, so is Danny Trejo. So is, um, Chrissy the guy who Metz. plays Daryl. Yeah. Chrissy Metz is in here. Um, guy who plays Daryl. The guy who plays Daryl on the office is in it. Oh, Craig Robinson. Greg Robinson um, is in this. There, there are two cameos I want to talk about. One, which I was not expecting was Pat Sajak. Yeah, and then the late ed asner in his final appearance as a ghost which isn't creepy yeah it's just nice (laughs) so in short this tells the story of gonzo and pepe being invited to what they think is a halloween party what pepe thinks is a halloween party what gonzo thinks is a halloween challenge to find a an excellently named Muppet character, the Great MacGuffin, which I really like. <laughs> There's, they're yeah. sent to this haunted mansion to go spend the night and find the Great MacGuffin. They are, uh, and then and then a lot of hijinks occur that are very much haunted mansion themed and very much Muppet mm-hmm. based. So, guys, what did you think? Stepping away from the not understanding a lot of the references to the Haunted Mansion, mm-hmm. I, I was okay with most of this. There were a few jokes that just went on and they kept... I don't need to see anything Disney making jokes about how they didn't have money in the budget because it's Disney <laughs> and I know how much they make. So Fair. I don't need to see that. Um, and it, like I can like once, okay, I'll give you that. But they, they mm-hmm. went for it three times, which I'm glad they followed the rule of three with that. But it, it just got tiresome after a while. It's um, Disney. It's, yeah, it's Disney. It's the Muppets. We know you don't want to throw money at them. Like, that's why they have that that uh, 
that Disney Plus show that is pretty much just Zoom calls. Which is oh weird. yeah, that's right. Like, just give me the Muppet Show. Do the Muppet Show. Right. Ryan, what did you think? Okay. Um, I enjoyed it. It was a good yeah. Muppet thing. Um, I'm not <laughs> sure. I'm not sure if I'm gonna watch it again. Okay. Not that it's bad. It's just it was kind of like a cool like one time thing for me. It was neat. It was fun to watch. But then you're done. Yeah, pretty much. All right. So, I loved this. I love this unequivocally. This is making my yearly rotation of things to watch at Halloween. I even stopped it at several points, ran over to Romana with my laptop, and went, look what they're doing. Isn't that funny? And she went, yeah, that's funny. And then we, I stopped watching it halfway through and watched it again with Romana because she liked what was going on too because I'm such a freaking Disney nerd when it comes to the Haunted Mansion. It's my favorite ride. Uh, I even know that this is based on the California version of the park and not the Florida version, or the California version of the ride, and not the Florida version of the ride for a couple of very specific reasons. Okay, so that, that might also um, impact why I was kind of confused yeah. on parts of it, because I've only been to the Florida one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Devin, which Disney parks haven't you been to? I haven't been to the Asian parks yet, but we're planning on doing them all in one trip very, very soon. Uh yeah, okay. we have we have a plan. It's it's going to be okay. great. Yeah, it, I mean, it makes sense. That it's based on the California version because the Muppets, I believe, in canon live in L.A. Yeah, they do, yes. don't they? Because that was so, that was the, the point of the movie I watched. Yeah, the original Muppet movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I guess we should just ask, I'll I'll just ask this: What yeah. makes this specific to the California ride compared to the other ones? So Fozzie Bear plays a very specific ghost called the Hatbox Ghost, who is my favorite ghost in the Haunted Mansion, and that one can only be found in California and not okay. in uh, not in Florida. And there's also a couple of ride references that are very specific to that one, and a couple of scenes that Florida makes a really big deal out of that just aren't in the California one that didn't make it into this, thank goodness, uh, okay. which I thought was really fun. Why? Why what? You were like, oh, thank goodness. Why? Oh, I, I'm a jerk. I'm a Haunted Mansion purist, which is a stupid thing to be. Don't don't envy me for this. But there's a there's a room in the Haunted Mansion in Florida where they just they just show you the Escher stairs. It's just a room that's just the Escher stairs. You yeah. dune buggy your butt past it, and look, the stairs are silly in this room. And it doesn't make any sense, and it's just part of it in Florida, and it's not part of it in California. And I feel like they would have made a bigger deal out of it because it's such a such a piece, and they're so proud of that room in Florida. That if it was based on that one, they would have put it in this. Do you do you think because it's the the Jim Henson Studios, they would have just taken the scene from Labyrinth and superimposed Gonzo <laughs> and Pepe on David Bowie and Jennifer Conley? That would have been so fun, though. I would I, if they did it that way. I would have liked it. So I'll tell you guys my absolute favorite part of this, and this is going to be such a dumb Devin part of it, but here it goes. So when Miss Piggy is She's Madame Leota. She's in the ball. Uh, and she's like, she did. She did one of the this is my only cameo in this thing jokes in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they left. Pepe and Gonzo left. And she sneezes. And then she calls Kimmy in to come clean her. Did you guys know who Kimmy was? No. No. All right. So 
Kimmy's mom was the original Madame Leota, the one that was in the ball, and she, her mom did the projection for Madame Leota. The lady that cleaned it is doing the projection for Madame Leota for the Nightmare Before Christmas re-theme of the California ride, and she's also the general manager of Disneyland. Okay. There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. <laughs> They're retooling it to be Nightmare Before Christmas? Oh, they do it every year. So okay. every year the so haunt, it's not, yeah, it's not a permanent thing. Yeah, no, it's a seasonal overlay, uh, and okay. in my opinion, it lasts way too freaking long because it lasts from before Halloween to after Christmas. So it's like August to February they have it. So it's like most of the year, if not like half of the year, it's haunted. It's a uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay, well, I mean, I guess that makes sense because you have Halloween and Christmas overlapping there. I actually had the argument, is this a Halloween sweater or is this a Christmas sweater? And uh, it's both. Yeah, I was going to say it's both. It's firmly, firmly both. Yeah. Uh, I'm not taking it off for two months now. Gross. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, was there anything very Muppets in this that like you think that, that would have went over my head? How do you think they did the Muppets in this as far as characters are concerned? Uh, as far as characters are concerned, I will say this. Uh, you guys are aware that my wife is a Muppet. Um, yeah. <laughs> photographic evidence that she, she is just a Muppet. Uh, she, she's a huge Muppet fan. She, she's loved the Muppets since she was a kid. And she's like the, the my go-to for Muppet references. Watching this with her, she picked up on some characters that we have not seen since the 90s in this. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and there was a lot of play- a lot of characters that just don't get into the rotation that much, like on that Disney Plus show, uh, or the or just in like anything. Like I was surprised to see Walter from the uh, Jason Segel film from two thousand eleven. I did not. Mm-hmm. I was curious. Oh, I, yeah. I like that character. He's 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 fun. That was the first Muppet movie I saw in theaters. Uh, so it was nice seeing him. The one that I was surprised by was in the credits brian henson had a had was had a credit i was like oh brian henson was in this jim henson's son who directed um muppet christmas carol and my wife was like oh yeah he he's the only one who ever does the voice for sal i mean the the, uh the like lounge singer guy with the slick back hair he's the only one who ever does sal's voice so and that's the character who we haven't seen since the 90s since muppets tonight Wow. So they, See, I didn't they, know that. They did some deep pools. They didn't bring back, um, oh, what's his name? The, like, lobster-looking guy from Muppets Tonight. Uh, Clifford. They didn't bring back Clifford yeah. because uh, they, they fired Kevin Clash for good reason. Um, <laughs> but, no, I I really enjoyed the, the use of the Muppet characters, um, the way the way they did it. Um, the weirdest thing for me was seeing Riz seeing Gonzo teamed up with Pepe instead of Rizzo. Yeah. I that's what I was thinking too, because I thought they were always like the team, or at least they were in yeah. Christmas Carol. There there I, I saw a video on this. Uh, somehow I've ended up on Muppet TikTok. Um, and like <laughs> there are weird different sides of TikTok, but this one, like there's people who like deep dive into the history of the Muppets and like everything that Disney does with them now. Um, one of the theories that I saw about that was Rizzo is voiced, but was voiced by Steve Whitmer who also voiced Kermit. And after the Disney, after the ABC, like Muppets sitcom that was based on the office, like the, the doc mo- mockumentary, 
yeah. he had a big falling out with Disney and they fired him from the role. Um, so I think part of the reason that Riz- Rizzo's in this, and I was surprised by that because he, he voiced Rizzo, but I think they got a new voice and made him, gave him a smaller part because he was such a big character for that voice. Like he was like, that was his character. So they were kind of pushing him to the side until they mm. either get somebody else to do Rizzo or having seen the special now. I think it makes more sense for Pepe to be in that role than Rizzo, like looking for the celebrities like that. That seems more like a Pepe thing. Not that Pepe's mm-hmm. bad. Like I, I, in my mind, I kind of interchange Rizzo and Pepe a lot. So it works <laughs> out a bit, yeah. um, but I enjoyed it. Like, but I think that's part of the reason why was they, they are trying to distance themselves from Rizzo for a bit. Sure. Yeah. Well, I was, fu- I was fine with Pepe. Um, mm-hmm. I, I love the prawn jokes. Like, yeah. you know, dead prawn walking. Like, I absolutely <laughs> lost it at that one. Um, but th- th- the one character to show up that surprised me, and I actually kind of, I said under my breath when I was watching it, they did this. Um, Tiny Tim is a ghost at the party standing oh, on the yeah. table. <laughs> and, and he's wearing the outfit from A Christmas Story. So that's dead tiny Tim <laughs> on on the table at the mansion. Uh, I I Gross. wondered if that was that was him. In my mind, that that is just uh, Kermit's nephew as a ghost, like because they're all Uh-oh. just ghosts. Like the yeah, the, the outfit's a little bit sketch, but yeah, no, I don't think they <laughs> tiny Tim for this. It's just a fun. It's a fun reference, like. I, if you look at yeah. those movies as the Muppets playing those characters, then it's just they pulled that character it's just back. Fun. Yeah, it's just well, fun. yeah, no, it it's is. Just it's fun. just, but that's not where my mind went. My because... mind went totally like, oh my god, that's dead tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> now let's, let's talk for a minute here. Like the implication of a yeah. Christmas story is when Scrooge goes good, tiny Tim doesn't die, right? Or, did, yeah. or is, it, is that a fixed point in the timeline that you can't? You no, can't I think this is the alternate tiny... timeline where okay. he never gets good. Okay. Okay, so where Michael Caine retired the, early from acting, got it. <laughs> but then again, we also have a. But at the same time, we also have also. But at the same time, we've also established that we live in the worst timeline. It's true. So this is now our. So timeline. yeah. So you know, there's that. But but anyway, I mean, uh. everything from Gonzo to Pepe going off and like being hip and being hypnotized. Oh yeah. <laughs> the, um, the way, uh, the way that he was, it all felt very like Muppet esque. Like this was yeah. good. Like th- this was a good Muppet thing. Everything they did, mm-hmm. um, the characters they had playing, you know, like Kermit and Miss Piggy being each other for yeah. Halloween. Like that's classic. That was good. So, there wasn't anything that was offbeat in this. Mm-hmm. The one thing that kept on throwing me off um, was the fact that um, MacGuffin, that actor, Will Arnett, I, Will Arnett, I, uh, him, him with a mustache. I yeah. kept on having to tell myself, Sam Neill is too old. Sam Neill is too <laughs> old to be playing this character. That guy looks like a very young Sam Neill. <laughs> and I even Googled the, the, the uh, um, both of them. And mm-hmm. yes, they have very, very similar noses and like brows. So it, 
that was the one thing that kept on throwing me off in this, in this entire thing was I thought it was Sam Neill. Like, I was like, oh, my God, they did de-aging. This is Sam Neill. Like, no, 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 no. It can't be Sam Neill. He's too old. Disney is not going to throw the money for de-aging at a Muppets Disney Plus I know, I know. I know, but still. like They barely even had the budget to make this. Didn't you hear the three jokes that they made? Okay, okay, so... To be honest, though, mm-hmm. where would the professor and Beaker be in this if not for that joke? For the first one, I'm I mean, trying to think about where, yeah, where in the haunted mansion they'd fit. I mean, no, I think everywhere they put everyone fit. Um, yeah, I think when you establish that Kermit's not going to be the main character of the story, it makes sense to have, just have him be a ghost. Um, yeah, and I like that you get a ghost Swedish chef. <laughs> yeah. that was and, funny and live Swedish chef like that's always yeah. a good time uh, how did you guys like Will Arnett in this because I, I think one of my favorite things with Muppets now is to see the person acting off of the Muppets and how they do in things he got old and I don't like it <laughs> yeah he did get old didn't he I can't remember the last thing I saw Will Arnett in was it Arrested Development Oh, probably. Like, when they wow. brought, brought it back to Netflix the second time. <laughs> um, but a part of me wonders if they just aged him up a little bit, because there is some, like, very stri- like strong streaks of gray mm-hmm. in the, that fake mustache that he's wearing. Um, no, I thought he did okay. Uh, I don't think he was given that much to work with. I think it's the... Like, Michael Caine, like, gives an Oscar-worthy performance in A Muppet Christmas Carol... Um, Will Arnett is just like given sides like it's not really yeah anything it, it, it's like an amusement park acting kind of because it's based on which, an amusement park ride which um, fits I really want to go back and rewatch uh, Muppet Treasure Island now uh, mm-hmm. because it's been a few years since I've seen that can we do it for the podcast because I've never seen it maybe that might be I uh, that I mean, might, it could be wrapped into other things. It's fine. We, we've got a lot of things going on in the podcast, so yeah. that might that might have to wait until the new year. But yes, that'll be on the list. Okay, good because I, I, for me, Tim Curry is just a human Muppet anyway, so <laughs> I feel like he's going to be phenomenal with the rest of the cast. Yeah. The last the, the last thing that I can say that I saw Will Arnett in because I'm not good with stuff like this like you guys are mm-hmm. so i'm going through his like film like film thing and i'm trying to find something that i'm like oh yeah no i know exactly the character he played in this movie and that's blades of glory oh boy <laughs> wow <laughs> that is the last thing on on his film film thing here that i'm looking through and like because one thing, I'm discounting all voice acting. Yeah. Because to me, that doesn't... No. Yeah. He does a lot of it. I'm discounting all voice acting. Like, I want to see his face. And I completely it's Blades agree. of Glory. No, <laughs> for me, like, looking back at it, discarding all of the voice acting, it's pop star Never Stop Never Stopping, our lost episode. Because uh-huh. he plays <laughs> the, the uh, CMZ guy, who's, like, always drinking the, the, the big gulp from 7-Eleven. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, wait, you guys never saw uh, Lemony Snicket then? The, the newer one on Netflix? He's in it. I, I just, I'll take more Will Arnett any day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I never got into Lemony Snicket. So. It's an acquired taste. Yeah. Um, okay, so Devin, I've got a question for you. And yes. And for you, Ryan. Ready. 
Um, so if they were to take another Disney attraction and make a special version like they did for this with the Muppets, which attraction would it be and who would the human be? Here, here this is what I was thinking. You do uh-huh. Pirates of the, I'm taking the, the easy one. Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And at first I was going to say, just keep Johnny Depp as uh, uh, Jack Sparrow. Oh, yeah. I, but I'm, I'm changing that. Um, you do Pirates of the Caribbean, but you keep Jeffrey Rush as Bob Brosa. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and you make Pepe really Jack Sparrow. You make uh, Kermit Will Turner and Miss Piggy um, Elizabeth. Oh, I like that. I really like that. And, and then you have them do basically the plot yeah, of it. And then you have Sam the Eagle be her dad. <laughs> yeah, that works. That and really then, works, actually. And then you get a new car- new actor to to play Clifford and make him D- Davy Jones because he's already got like the tentacle thing going on. Oh, right. No, that's a really good take. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Disney, call me. Disney, he's got it. He's, he's, he's knocked it out of the park. Yeah. So avoiding the ones that already have kind of like anthropomorphized things in it, I think I want to see a a Space Mountain episode or a Space Mountain special I, with the Muppets. And I want it to spin. This is going to be super nerdy, so hold on. I want it to specifically be based on the Disneyland Paris one when it was Mission 2 and not when it's Hyperspace Mountain the way that it is. And there is a reason for this, dang it. It's based on the Jules Verne story from the Earth to the Moon. The whole thing is shaped like a giant gun meant to be shooting you a bullet into the moon or space. There's a very clear, defined plot in it. And it's also based on that really old black and white movie. I think it's called From the Earth to the Moon, where they, like, shoot a bullet at the moon. And, like, there's that iconic, like, picture of the moon with a bullet in its head. Yeah. Uh, It's based on that. So that specifically is what I want. I want... This is going to be tough, but I think I want... I want Bill Nye in it, but I want, like, young Bill Nye. I want, like, science rules Bill Nye and not current Bill Nye in it. I want him to be playing against the Muppets. You mean current Bill Nye who is just like, wake the up, people, like the world's yes. on fire? You don't want that? <laughs> I don't want angry. Don't give me angry Bill Nye. Give me fun science Bill Nye. You, get, you ask for Bill Nye, you get Bill Nye because he was kicked out of the Muppet. Uh, <laughs> Muppet. Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean. Exactly. I'll take him. It'll be fine. We'll take all the all the rejected ones over right. here. But yeah, that's that's what I want. Ryan, what do you got? The runaway train roller coaster ride. Big Thunder Mountain. Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Denzel Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I just now I just um, want to see Denzel with the Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> um I don't really like. I'm I'm trying to piece together a story because I have no idea what the story to Runaway Mountain is. Like I I don't. Um, Do you want me to tell you the story? The big uh, because either that because mm-hmm. I, I want to keep Denzel Washington. So it's either that or um, the Yeti Mountain one with the the splash the Matterhorn thing. That one. Yeah. Or that one with Denzel Washington. Um, because I have the, 
there there was a movie about rapids in the 90s where there was like a criminal pretending to be like a guide on a river and i think, I think it's called whitewater or something i forget the name of the movie but it, it but you know it's in my head um like that kind of a thing like the the, 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 the muppets go whitewatering yeah so that's just funny you mm-hmm. know mentally and then they end up running into like a yeti muppet and there's two human tour guides there's two river guides one's denzel washington and the other one's the villain who killed the guide and took his place to try to escape from like away from what he stole by using them as cover okay okay but i'm trying to think of a villain to go up against denzel washington like a human villain for that no, only one human. One human. That's it. Uh, only one human. Okay. Okay. Fine. So that's just blank. That's just that's just blank. Though. It's just yeah. Um, that's fun though. He has to go up against the Swedish chef. <laughs> I'm on board. Grover. Oh, oh Grover in, wouldn't be too bad. You bring it in the uh, the Sesame Street Muppets. Okay. No, 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 not I think I got his name wrong. Gonzo. The dog who plays the piano. Oh, Ralph? Ralph. Ralph's the villain. They very much underuse Ralph. Like, that's my biggest complaint about Disney. They never use him for anything. It was great seeing him behind the piano. Yeah, he was a little bit in this. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's the biggest bit he's had in years. um, Really? Which I really liked. Yeah. Yeah. Ralph is one of my favorite Muppets. He's one of the originals. Yeah. Why don't they use him as much? Is it just like they can't picture him outside of a piano and just don't have one? Uh, I think it's it might have to do with like the legacy of that character because I can't remember okay. I can't remember if it was Jim Henson who voiced him. Um, oh, something let me like look that. Up. But real quick, I did I just searched Denzel Washington and the Muppets, and he was in the yeah. 25th anniversary Sesame Street special with Oscar the Grouch. Oh, that's cool. Oh, okay. Good guy, Denzel. When was that? Yeah. When was the 25th anniversary? Uh, the 90s, judging by that picture. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize they were that, like, going on for that long. Uh, let's see. But no, Ryan, if you ever need to know the full story of any Disney ride, I got you right here, man. <laughs> I got you. This is, this is what I do. See, when I go to Disney, I don't ride rides all the time. Most of the time, I just exist in Disney. And I just take in all of the stupid little details and all of the little stories and how they well, all Well, I mean, they're together. there, and they're there for a reason. So, I mean, there, I, yeah. so I mean, I, I get that. But somebody like me, when I go into, like, a theme park, I have mm-hmm. so much stuff going on, like hearing, seeing unfortunately smelling sometimes <laughs> that I can only take in and absorb so much at one time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like that's, that's kind of what happened with the whole um, haunted mansion thing. There were people mm-hmm. talking around us in line. There were right. kids. I mean, obviously kids are going to be kids. It's Disney. They belong there, but there was stuff going on in line that was distracting to where I couldn't like really focus on the tombstones and read. Sure. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. So, it's been a long time since I've looked at Wikipedia. I just scrolled through this whole article trying to figure out who who did Ralph originally. And yeah. I forgot to like look at the like the top picture where it just says performer <laughs> right underneath it. Uh, Jim Henson did do Ralph from uh, oh. 62 to 1990. 
Uh, and then they, they he didn't come back until 1996. So, but the guy who's done him since 96 has been the voice of Ralph since. I like that they're so consistent with these characters because as as Muppets, I feel like oh okay, we just trade them out as some you know everyone can do a bit of a Kermit impression. Let's just get someone to do a Kermit impression at this. Do it right now. I can't. Yours. I do can't. It. Nope. Nope. I nope. Can't. You I'm just not, said nope, everyone nope, can nope. do it. I said a Devin, bit of a Kermit impression. Devin, Devin I, I'm telling you right now. I can't do it. No, this is it. No, it's bad. It's so bad. (laughs) I know. How? How? It's the puppy show. Yay! See, that's a little bit. I can just come in the frog ear. It's not that hard. He's got to get his frog in your throat. See? (laughs) See? Like, you could have voiced him in this, and, like, almost nobody but Anna would have known the difference. No. If you think people are upset about the whole Ray Skywalker thing on the internet, you're you're in for a world of hurt. I'll tell you what, I would have sounded more like Kermit than the guy they have doing Kermit. (laughs) (laughs) Is it not good? He's still new to it, so it takes some time to to adjust. Sure, Uh, I I am still not a huge fan of his take on it. But it's what does he do? What does he do different? It it. You'll have to go through and watch it. I can't really describe it. It just doesn't sound okay. as uh, Kermit-y as it should be. It's like as bouncy, it's, maybe? It's more, yeah, it's not as bouncy. It's more monotone. Like, oh, okay. Like, hey, Gonzo. Like, it, it doesn't sound like Kermit. Like, I'll have to, yeah, I'll have to give it more of a yeah. listen. Because I, yeah. I love the Muppets. The more I watch of them, the more I'm like, why did I miss out on this? So I, gotta, I really got to watch more of it. Yeah. Um, so I was starting to think of another, like crossover with a ride and i was like galaxy's edge like this oh. new the muppets in star wars but i was like oh wait they did that on the muppet show in the 70s uh that's right they did and it's on disney and they Plus. also did muppets in space yes they did muppets in space but what was that was don't that worry about don't, it you're, don't you're, you're, don't worry about it no the, don't the, the best thing to come out of muppets in space was the jelly glasses with all the characters on them <laughs> i had those yeah i yeah. had those I have them. Yeah, so my wife collects them. <laughs> we have the full set. Yeah, love it. So, so you have the jars. You're good for Muppets in space. That's it. That's the only good thing. Okay, got it. Um, <laughs> anything else Muppets Haunted Mansion we want to talk about? I love it all, guys. This was this was made for me. It's a problem. <laughs> yes. Uh, the biggest problem out of this whole thing is now I need to go to Disney so I remember the Haunted Mansion. Um, Take me with you. I'll tell you all the nerdy facts. Don't worry. No. If Ask- there's not a... If my tour guide is not a young Sam Neill, I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> I'll, I'll dye the mustache, Ryan. I'll dye it. <laughs> Ask Chad. I was a great tour guide. I'm glad you brought up Chad because he... I was playing a uh, back for blood with him and he's like, I'm going to go watch yeah. the Muppet haunted mansion. And then he's just messaging me like, Oh my God, this is amazing. I just went on the haunted mansion. I was like, yeah, it's been 20 years for me. He's like, Oh, <laughs> that sucks. It's <laughs> like, thanks. Chad. Oh, I love it. Um, all right. I think that does it for, uh, the Muppets haunted mansion next week. It is Ryan's turn to pick Ryan. What are you going to have us watch? Sleepy hollow. The Tim Burton, get, Tim Burton film. The, yeah, we're going to get back on board to watching an almost actual Halloween movie. <laughs> Good. I can't wait. I've wanted to watch this one for a while. I am very excited. Yeah, I, I'm i really... 
I'm really hoping that you enjoyed Alan. You didn't see it either. Right? I have not you seen, seen it, it either. No. So, I'm really hoping that both of you guys enjoyed. I think you will. So. so if you enjoyed my Kermit the Frog impression this week, tune in next week for my walking. <laughs> I'm going to love this yeah, conversation. It's going to be great. Um, uh, so that'll be next week's show. But before that, uh, don't forget, you can catch us this weekend as part of Victims and Villains Horrific Hope fundraiser event. Uh, Friday from 2 to 4, I will be on uh, Victims of Villains Twitch channel counting down my top 10 Simpsons Treehouse of Horror segments. And then from 6 to 8 p.m., I will be live playing Spider-Man 2 for the PlayStation 2 on on their Twitch channel. And then right after that, at 8 o'clock, we will be doing our Halloween special special where we will be talking about three Halloween-themed episodes of TV shows we each love, but the other two have not seen. My pick is Community Season 2, Episode 6, Epidemiology. Devin's pick is BoJack Horseman Season 5, Episode 8. What was the episode title? Uh, Mr. Peanut Butter's Booze. (laughs) Okay. And then (laughs) uh, Ryan's pick is the pilot episode for Ah! Real Monsters. Um Community, I believe, is available on Hulu and Netflix. Uh, BoJack Horseman is a Netflix show. You can catch that there. And I believe Ah Real Monsters is available on Paramount+. Plus. Um, yes, it is. And then if you're, you're so inclined, you can catch... Oh, I did not mean to make that go away. Uh, you can catch Devin on Sunday at 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. streaming the game Celeste. It'll be fun. So, I can't wait. I can't wait for your game in November because I'm making you do that one that I sent in the chat. Okay, good. Cause I'll yeah. do it. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if there's a way we can play it together, but it might not be a multiplayer. We'll figure it out. Um, we'll anyway, until th- this weekend uh, for our bonus episodes, uh, if you want to find out more about this, uh, you can follow us on Facebook and on Instagram. If you're watching us on Twitch, hit that follow button. And uh, we'll be ho- we'll be sharing our the victims t- stream on here when if we can. Um, we w- you can 